Welcome to Help Me Podcast, a show designed to help you launch and grow your podcast. I am your host, Gino, and twice a week, I will release a new episode with different tips and tricks for launching and growing your podcast. From audio engineering to planning intentionally to growth tactics, each episode will be a bite-sized tip to help you podcast. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And today I got a little bit of a different episode. Um, I haven't really planned anything, but today's going to kind of just be a, a bit of a riff. So I want to talk about a little bit of a story that's happened to me recently. And I think there's a lesson in podcasting in here. And hopefully by the end of it, I'll, uh, I'll get to it. So as some of you may know, I have a podcast production company where I do work for other people in the podcasting space. And it's called Pleasant Podcasts. And I start, it basically just started doing podcast editing for clients um, on the side while I had my full-time job. And then it grew into, I used to have a studio up in Naugatuck, Connecticut. And since then, I've been helping individuals and companies launch and grow their podcasts. Recently, there was a bit of an opportunity that I had. So I'm part of a co-working space in New Haven, Connecticut, where I live. And, and, and I've been a part of it for about a year now. And once a week, they have these networking events where you can go and talk to other small business owners and kind of learn from them and be in the business community, which is pretty prevalent in New Haven. And it's been great as far as like learning from people and meeting new faces and, you know, supporting yourself with people who are kind of doing the same thing that you are. And the owner of this co-working space is a really great guy. And he's always at these networking events. And, you know, he's a really smart guy. And um, just got kind of got to know him over the year or so. And um, he's seen me kind of kind of use his space a little bit for some podcast recording. I rent out one of his his kind of like rooms or offices to record some clients sometimes for for their podcast. And um, he, you know, he kind of mentioned to me a couple times, you know, hey, we should have a conversation, um, see if we could like work together in in some fashion. And I kind of kind of like didn't really take it too seriously because of the previous podcast studio experience that I've had and it kind of ended in a bad situation. And I was kind of telling myself like, eh, maybe that's not what I want to do. But anyway, some some stuff kind of conspired and this third person was kind of involved and, you know, I was talking to him and he was like, well, hey, you know, why don't you talk to him and see, you know, if there's a studio that you can create in this space because I think that'd be really cool. So I kind of decided to go for it and I had a conversation with the owner of the co-working space. So basically the short of the conversation was, you know, hey, look into it, do some research and figure out what it's going to take. And, you know, I'm open to the idea. So I then spent a couple of weeks like really researching hard into the rooms that they have available and to figure out what we can do to make a proper podcast studio that's, you know, high quality video audio and kind of like the studio that I've always had in my dreams. Um, And so I put this whole proposal together, put this whole pitch together. And then it was probably like a month or so later where I finally was able to present it to him and you know, the, the initial presentation went really well. I was like super prepared. I was answering all his questions. They were already in my pitch. And um, I was basically proposing like a profit share sort of thing because, you know, to rent an actual office at his co-working space is, is pretty pricey. And I, I'm not really in a position to be spending that much on a room. And it just, it really doesn't make sense uh, for, for the model that I was doing. You know, I, I don't have like tons of clients lined up at the door. 
So I was proposing this profit share model of like, hey, you know, I'll give you 25% of the profits that I make if I could have this little room and kind of make it my own. He kind of countered in the first meeting with like, well, okay, but I'm going to need some sort of baseline. And I was cool with that because that made sense to me. I was just hoping that the baseline was in the price range of what would make sense for me to have a studio there. So the next day I meet him in person and we, and we talk about it some more. And he kind of changed his tune a little bit and said like, hey, you know, I don't want to do the profit share. Why don't you just rent the room from me? You know, I'll give you half off for the first six months so you can get on your feet and then just pay me like, you know, the normal room rate. And, you know, the normal room rate is 1600 bucks, which is quite a bit, especially if I do the math and I figured out like how many hours am I going to have to rent the space just to break even. And really, it just didn't make sense to me. And, you know, I think a couple things kind of conspired to have it work out like that. I think for them that they're also not really in in a great position to be able to kind of like take a chance on me or, you know, do something out of the ordinary. They had a couple things fall through on them recently. And I think that, you know, they're just not in a position to be able to take a chance on me. And they really just need to like, you know, fill the rooms and and do what they do as a co-working space, which is just to fill the offices with businesses. And I, I totally get that. So, you know, I think it's just a matter of timing that that hadn't worked out. So I thought about it for a while and I was like, you know, do I really want to stretch myself? And I came to the conclusion of 1600 is just too much for a podcast studio, right? Like it just didn't seem like it was the right time for me either. So I basically declined and I said like, hey, I appreciate the offer. I appreciate you giving me half off and everything, but it's just not going to work out for me right now. But, you know, this whole time that I that I was putting this pitch together and putting this studio proposal together, I did see another space that I thought would be a good plan B. It's actually this gaming store called Elm City Games, and they actually just took over an old existing podcast studio that used to be there. And, you know, within the last year or so, they had moved out and the game store kind of just took it over and put some tables in there for people to play games and stuff like they do do a lot of like tournaments and magic and you know dungeon dragons that sort of stuff and so i was thinking like ooh, this would be kind of an interesting proposal to them because you know if i could bring in like a media room there's lots of live stream games and you know live streaming on twitch and podcast opportunities like like there's a lot of content possibilities at that store and i figured like that might be a deal we might be able to work out where I could bring in a studio and kind of help them out with their business and then also bring in extra clients for me in my business. So that was going to be my plan B. My plan B was going to be approach this gaming store and, you know, kind of throw them the idea of bringing a podcast studio back, but one that works for them. And then as soon as I said no to my first opportunity, I was going to go to plan B. And what happened? I literally can't make this up the store caught on fire. And (laughs) I at first was like, shit, well, now what am I going to do? Because that was my strong plan B and I don't really have a strong plan C. So like now I got to start from scratch and try to find a a new place at my price point. And then, you know, I was kind of sitting on it and I thought about it a little bit and I was actually in therapy talking about it. And then it kind of hit me and I was like, well, Maybe that happened for a reason. Maybe that was a sign. I mean, it's it's kind of more than a coincidence that the exact time that I I needed this plan B, right? 
the the freaking store caught on fire. Like <laughs> I didn't even think buildings caught on fire anymore. Like I thought we had enough fire protection and stuff to where like that did that kind of stuff didn't happen. But I walked by the stores literally closed because there was a fire there. So I kind of took that as a sign and said, okay, well, wh- why am I even trying to do this podcast studio? Right? Like, is there a reason why I'm doing this? And is the reason strong enough? And I think a big part of me was trying to do the studio just because it seemed to make sense financially, right? Like if I looked at my business over the last year, you know, in the course of 2022, the majority of my income came in through recording and editing podcasts. So I figured, well, if I have a studio, I could just do more of that and double down. Well, that may be true and, you know, it, it may work out like that. But I, I think when I got a chance to pause and to think about if I really want to do this, I think the answer is no. And I think sometimes you have to like look at the signs and and look at the universe and, and what it's telling you. And I, I think this is two pretty strong no's, right? This is pretty too strong. Like this didn't work and now this freaking building caught on fire. So you can't, you know, you can't, it's not even open. You can't even propose it. And I think I'm going to take that resistance as a listen to yourself. And that's kind of the the point <laughs> you know, that I'm trying to get at as, as far as it relates back to your podcast is sometimes it's really important to listen to yourself because back to my business, there's kind of two different paths that like I've been thinking about. And one is the podcast studio, you know, get a high quality podcast studio up and running, audio, video, content, machine. And then the other one is working individually with podcasters. And I don't really know what the term of it is yet. And I don't really know, you know, exactly how to market it yet. But it's kind of like a podcast coach. Also, with all the stuff happening, I also had a meeting with one of my current clients uh, who I do editing for. And they basically had a question and said like, hey, you know, we want to start getting into advertising. You know, we'd like to get your thoughts on it. So I kind of set up a meeting with them because I didn't want to email back and forth. And just had a half hour conversation talking about some ideas that I had and some ideas that they had. And it was a really... Uh, fun conversation for me and and it seems to be very helpful for them and I really like that idea of being able to collaborate with people one-on-one and help them out and you know give them some ideas and do some research for them and and help the people that I really care about and the people that I think are making an impact because if I can help people who I think are helping other people to me that's worthwhile and that's something that I enjoy to do and it fills me up to be able to do that. And I think that that's the path that I want to be taking with my business because it feels right. And it's not necessarily just doing it for the money. And I think, you know, that's a tough one sometimes because, you know, you got to pay your bills. But like, I think the longevity of a business is more so like, can you do it? Do you enjoy doing it? And how long can you sustain that? Right. And if I think about the podcast studio, like, I never really thought of that in terms of like being able to do that for a long time. I thought of it like, all right, I'll set it up. I'll do it for a year. You know, I'll do what I got to do. I'll be there, press the button. And then maybe I'll put somebody in there and kind of get it going so I don't have to be there. So what I'm trying to get at is that sometimes, you know, you know the right answer inside yourself, but you just don't really want to go with it because you're scared that it's not going to work out or maybe it's not proven or you know, maybe it's too extreme and, and and you don't see anything else out there like it. But 
you know, sometimes that's what needs to be done. You know, if you have that idea for that podcast that maybe you're worried about because it's too weird or it's too, you know, obscure and, and you're trying to like bland it down and make it more vanilla, like, you know, maybe that's not a good thing. Maybe you need to do that weird thing because there isn't anything else out there like that. And, you know, you can listen to people talk about what you're supposed to do with podcasting all day long. And, you know, it's great. It's fine. Like getting outside information is great. But at the end of the day, I think you got to take everything with a grain of salt and then come back to yourself. And what do you really feel like is the most important thing to do? And I think you got to go with that. I think that's always going to be the right answer. And you can take input from other people and that's fine. But you have to follow what it is that you believe in, what you think is the right answer. Because if you don't, you're the only person like you. And, you know, that idea may never come to fruition if you don't bring it to this earth. And yeah, that's kind of the the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, if somebody tells you that that's a bad podcast idea, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that. And I think you really have to find out what it is that you want to be doing and then go all in on that. And, you know, follow your own voice because, you know, an, another thing to add on top of that is if you don't listen to your own voice, you you kind of hold resentment against yourself. And, you know, then t- two, three, four years later, you'll see sometimes like, you know, you'll get regrets and you'll be like, oh, man, I should have done that. I should have done that idea because now I could see that people, you know, it's trending that and people are liking that. And, you know, now it's popular. But back when I was thinking about it, like it wasn't that popular and it could have been something to get on, you know, before the trends. And and, you you know, you don't want to hold resentment against yourself. You don't want to be regretting the fact that you didn't do something. So I think the more you can follow your own voice and the more you can kind of hear what you're what you're trying to tell yourself and and the paths that you're telling yourself to choose I think I think you're better off and that's kind of the point of this episode I know it's kind of rambling but um just to say like you know follow that voice within yourself uh in in regards to your podcast in regards to your life in regards to anything try to follow the ideas and the voices that you have as an individual and hear other people out and get their opinions and and get their knowledge but also don't let them sway you to not do the thing that you deep down believe is the right thing to do. So a bit of a weird episode, but um, I just thought it was kind of a little bit of a crazy story <laughs> as far as kind of listening to all the signs for me in uh, this first deal falling through and then the building actually catching on fire for my <laughs> plan B. Um, so it kind of woke me up a little bit to to think about what I really wanted and then you know, ask myself the question, what do I really want to be doing? And then that kind of gave me a little bit of clarity. So I hope that this kind of offers a perspective that could give you a little bit of clarity, maybe in regards to your podcast or maybe in regards to something else. I don't know. Um, But thanks for listening. I appreciate everybody for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode. We've reached the end of the episode. And if you enjoyed this podcast or you got something from it, you might be interested in my weekly newsletter that I send out every Monday morning full of podcasting tips, tricks, and news. So if you like this show, you might like this newsletter. To sign up, just go to the show notes and click the link. Thanks for listening and happy podcasting.